What's up, guys? I'm Sawyer, and I'm back with my incredible co-host, Summer. Hello, hello. Um, this is actually Summer's first time being on the, the pre-interview section of our podcast, but welcome indeed. back to Nothing Specific. I almost said my last podcast title, but, you know, it's okay. Ooh. That was fun. So... <laughs> Wow, I'm really wounded. I'm really wounded, Sawyer. <laughs> she said, oof. But yeah, there's like no bad blood anywhere, so no worries. But um, yeah, how are you, Summer? What you been up to? I am good. Um, I have been getting sunburned. It's been pretty great. I have a weird take about sunburn. I'm not even going to lie, but I kind of like it. What? What? I don't understand why. I think it's because like... I, I, enjoy... I do like the, how it, I do like the, like, when you have to peel. I, I, I hate saying that because it's, like, so gross, but, like, it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, my God. No, they have, like, a, okay, so, like, basically, obviously, sunburn itches. And when you scratch it, it burns. But for some reason, I like it. Sawyer, I'm going to need to talk to Miss Christie. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I've always liked it. So, it's just weird. Yeah, I so, can't relate. I as a ginger, I just I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually um my niece is a ginger as well, so she burns really easily. Oh my god. We're we're bonding and we don't even know each other. Exactly. Um so fun fact, today I actually um went swimming for the first time since I got my tattoo, so that was interesting. You went to a what? I went swimming for the first time since swimming, I got my tattoo. Okay. What do yeah, you think I said? Isn't it like you can't um you can't submerge you can't it. go into water for like two days or something? I don't know how long it is. Actually, um I waited two weeks and a day specifically to submerge it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, my friend um my friend got a tattoo recently and went the went to the pool, like we went to a hot tub like that night. So uh, Oh no. But nothing happened though. So maybe it was just like I don't know if there's different types of ink or something, but it didn't bleed whatsoever, and it looks flawless now. I don't think it's supposed to, <clears throat> like, bleed or anything. I think it could just mess it up if you, like... You know how sometimes your skin gets all, like, wrinkly if it's underwater for too long? Oh, true. It could, like, distort it. Yeah, probably. But, um, oh. yeah, other than that, I honestly, I've just had a pretty chill week. I've been ordering cameos for more videos. Speaking of videos, I actually haven't uploaded in so long, but I'm glad to like start posting again because like that's what I like to do. I've just been this weird like uploading rut lately where I haven't wanted to like edit. (laughs) I get that. That's why I stopped um, posting on YouTube. Also, because COVID happened and all I do is vlog. Like that's the main thing that I like doing, and nothing was happening, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I know. See, I only vlogged whenever something exciting would happen, like if I was going to like a concert or like playlist or something. Oh, playlist! But like, so much. Nothing's happening, and I feel like my life isn't interesting enough to just vlog my everyday life. So same. I I don't usually vlog. Bro, we we live in the south. We got nothing going on. (laughs) Yeah, I know for real. Um, I do miss playlists though. Like that needs to come back asap. I think they did a very. I think they made a very poor choice with canceling it for the second time. Because, you know, it was supposed to happen this September. Yeah. And I think they had a poor choice. Of, of See, my thing is. Because now 
VidCon is happening in October, which I'm very excited for. I'm getting my ticket later this week. Um, but Playlist was just happening like a month before that. And now, like with the vaccines and stuff, I, I understand because the a lot of like mandates were still up and like CDC orders were still up when they moved it the now until 2022. But yeah. still, kind of, they should have waited it out a little bit. See, my thing is, if they were going to move it to 2022, they could have just done it in, like, March or something. Yeah, that's like, another weird thing. I don't even know why they put it in September of 2022. It's like... I don't know why they do it at, um... At... In in March, because it's so cold. You can't enjoy the pool. Like, it's... Trust me, I lived in Florida for, like, two years. When yeah. it gets cold in Florida, they don't... Like, the weather does not mess around. It is quite unfortunate. Um... Honestly, I kind of like it. Because last time that they had playlist, it was the first weekend in March. This is for 2020. And everyone was wearing, like, summer clothes, but we were all miserable because of how cold it was even inside the building. Yeah. Honestly. And the one day that it wasn't cold was that Monday, which made no sense. Honestly, I don't even remember much during the day of playlist oh wait no actually i do i was, I was meeting a lot during playlist. <laughs> I, I was meeting awful people during the day at playlist. oh and that's the in my in my meetups i only had one meetup that actually was good shout out to jordan and jordan because i freaking loved him actually oh i think god, i want to have jordan Bo on this show one time that would be cool. <gasps> oh my god that would be so cool i have um jordan jones in the background of a video um with me and uh, a youtuber that is or not youtuber he's now a tiktoker but he's problematic and um i'm not gonna name drop but he's problematic oh, now you should um, text me who you're talking about so i know who you're talking about oh you'll you'll no why do i care since when have i cared bryce hall <laughs> oh oh lord <laughs> yeah it was it was um when shia and i were talking to bryce hall at 2019 playlist i actually texted shia in the background of it and she's like oh, at the questions that shia is asking bryce <laughs> i texted shia not too long ago she's she's great we love shia shout out to shia if you're listening to this i know right she's great um so, if you guys already read the title, our friend Colin Barry, who is a YouTuber, singer, actor, um, is going to be joining everything. us. Yeah, he's like a triple threat, probably even more than that. But um, he's going to be joining us again. You guys, if you have listened to a show in the past, like even when it was like Maya and I, Colin was on the show back then. But um, he's coming back to revisit since we've like rebranded and he's got some like new people to talk to. It'll be cool to have him back on. So that'll be in just a little bit. Um, but for now, you got to listen to me and Summer just jabber about everything. <laughs> about Listen to me try and bring up Vinny Hacker so we can just talk about him. How do I oh suddenly God. do that? Oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> Vinny that wasn't, wasn't that subtle, but. I, it's never going to be subtle with me. I love Vinny Hacker. Let's talk about <laughs> the fight because we haven't talked since the fight happened. Did you watch the fight? Um. Illegally. <laughs> same. Absolutely same. So, <laughs> I was not about to spend $50 on that when I knew what was going to happen. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm not going to I say lie. that. Like, I, I don't think anyone actually knew what the outcome was going to be for, like, the big fight, honestly. Because I was kind of surprised to see, see the Austin one. I'm not a big 
fan of either of those. I've never um, liked Austin McBroom. Yeah, and I, in that one, I know he's, like, super controversial, but I was low-key hoping Bryce would win that one. Me too, man. Like, also, Tim need to win something, but Vinny, first of all, that was so hot. Second of all, <laughs> I did not expect any of the TikTokers to win, let's be real. Like, if we're thinking about it logically, no TikToker should have won. No YouTuber should, no, no social media influencer should be doing this, but... It happened, and I really expected the YouTubers to win everything. So Vinny winning, bro. Oh my! And he did so well. Do you know the um the Tanner Fox stuff? Who is Tanner Fox? Tanner Fox is a YouTuber, and he was did supposed he, to did be. Did he fight one of them? No, he was supposed to, and then there was something wrong, like something went wrong. So they took him. They took that specific fight off the card. Interesting. I don't even know all the details. Um, Rylan Storms, I think. Oh, okay. I see. I didn't watch anything except the first thing that I watched was Vinny's fight. (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) No, here's. I didn't even know who Vinny was until the fight. Oh my god! Like I knew he existed, but I didn't know what he did. Like I think I followed him on Twitter actually, because all my friends would like talk about him, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll like be in on the hype but i didn't know what he did i didn't even know he was on tiktok until after the fight yeah i've known him for a little while um one of the other fights that i did see a little bit of can i help you what, what are you your dog yeah she's like licking me in the face right now specifically. <laughs> um, ASMR, Chrissy your face. <laughs> oh my god but um she just like stood up and started licking my face like mid-sentence Anyways, dad, dad, love me. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) But, um, do you know Ben Azelart? I know who he is. I I thought I don't really care for his content, but I know who he is. Yeah, I think I think his content is more catered towards like younger audiences. Yeah, but but I did think he had a chance, and I (laughs) and then I started watching the fight, and I was like, oh. Okay, never mind. Maybe not. Wasn't he dating Brent Rivera's sister for a while? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, or I think I, he did I date Lexi. I thought that was like clickbait. I thought all of that was like a PR stunt. I think Just a like lot I think of social and media. Nesta are. Oops. I was going to say, I think a lot of social media relationships are, but. There's some of them that you think that, but at the same time, you could see it being real. Yeah. Like, but like, at the same time, like, um, I do understand Radisson. because like, it keeps you like. It, it keeps, keeps you relevant. engaged too. Like people are like talking about it. Yeah. Like literally, these like social media people can just like tweet out one thing about their relationship, and it like they can talk about it for weeks. <laughs> literally, crazy. like like Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett. I genuinely believe that was a thing, especially just listening to her music. But here we are, a year and a half later. It's not actually been confirmed if they were ever together. And people yeah. are still talking about it. People are still tweeting about it, making TikToks about it, making YouTube video conspiracy theories about it. It's insane. I don't know. It's 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 all crazy, but it's part of the world of entertainment. So yeah, but like with Bradison, uh, Bryce and Addison, I genuinely think that that was like a real thing. I I don't think that was a PR stunt. I know a lot of people think it was a PR stunt, but I genuinely think that that was one of the real ones. Possibly. I don't know. 
Okay, who's your top three favorite TikTokers? Oh my god. Okay, Spinswa's definitely up there. I think he is delightful. Um, nice. do, you know who, do you know who he is? Yes, yes. Oh, thank god. <laughs> if you said no, I was about to be very concerned. But also, if you don't know who he is, you're probably, like, mentally sane. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, he screams oh my- a lot, and he's very funny. Oh, my gosh. He is so funny. My three best friends and I, our group chat is the Spinswa Support Club. And all we really do is talk about his new TikToks and send oh them God. to each other. I love that. Oh all right. Gosh. So who else? Other you got two, two more. Hmm. I know you're expecting me to say Vinny, but I don't, like, I follow him on there, but I don't really, like, associate him with TikTok since that's not, like, how I know him. Because I yeah. know him from the fight or whatever. Ugh. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, my God. Um, The Straw Hat Goofy guy. He does Marvel theories and recaps of the Marvel TV show episodes. He is, it's um, Straw underscore Hat underscore Goofy. I believe. I've heard um, that username before. He, yeah, he always um does the theories for, like, Loki and WandaVision, and he'll, like, stand in front of his, um I think it's, like, a wall of posters. I, now that I'm thinking of it, of course, my mind goes blank. Um, but he'll, like, talk into his, like, um his, like, headphone micropiece. Micropiece. Yeah. And he'll, like, talk about all of, oh, my gosh. I, I could literally listen to his theories forever. I That's cool. I love him. That's nice. Oh All right. Gosh, and who's number three? One. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Let me go on my TikTok and see who I'm, like, vibing with. Because, <laughs> like, there are some people that, like, I followed them a while ago because I saw them on my For You page and I love them, but I only ever see them on my For You page and I, like, don't know them by name. Yeah. There's several people like that. Like, there's this one, like, lady that I think she went viral because she, like, put gummy worms in vodka or something. Oh, my gosh. That is such a good idea. I don't know what her name is, but I follow her on TikTok, and I see her all the time now. I got it. I got my last one. And it is? David E. Or uh, David Y. Rodriguez. So I don't he's, know who that is either. You don't know who he is? I don't think so. Maybe oh, I follow him. Oh my gosh. Where is he from? I think he's from France. David. But he is so... Oh, he's Bel... It's a, his Instagram bio. Belgian guy with French accent. He is so funny. He is oh, so I do funny. follow him. He's like him. so self-deprecating too, which is so me. I think he's an actor. What? Yeah. Oh wait, no! no I clicked. I clicked on. Way. I clicked on the wrong name. Oh my gosh! I was like, "There's no way he's in something that I've not seen." Hang on. Here we are. Okay. No, I don't follow him, but I do now. Oh my cool. goodness! I'm obsessed with him. All right. I want to answer. What are mine. your top three? Yeah, I was like, "Hang on." Um, probably like I'm gonna be really basic here, but I I do. Um, I'm a fan of Josh Richards. Mm-hmm. We know. Um, we know. <laughs> shut up. And then Let's get him on the pod. <laughs> oh my god, you're insane. Could you imagine? Um 
I think I'd shit myself if he were on I here. would say Jaden, but, like, he's more, like, a musician now. Like, I don't think he's yeah, really classified I, as a TikToker. He does not post a lot on TikTok anymore. Which is sad, but also he's, like, branching off and doing his thing. So, honestly, I don't really know. I'm scrolling through the people that I follow, and I'm like, hang on. Oh, what's that guy's name that he, like, he has, like, really long nails, and he, like, makes coffee, and he, like, rants oh, at the same time? Oh, my God. I know exactly. Uh, Cannon. Yes. He, like, Cannon. this is going to sound really weird, but, like, Cannon Ryder. His, even though he's screaming sometimes, I feel like, like, his voice is really calming at the same time he's in a weird way. Such a, like, he's just a very calm, like, like he's got calm vibes. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. Like, he should do ASMR, like, for real. Oh, my gosh. I'm going through his... I haven't gone on his page in, like, a week, and I'm just seeing him pole dancing right now. <laughs> That's incredible. I do I do enjoy his TikToks. And then um, there's one other one. I was going to say... Um, this guy actually followed me back on TikTok. He, he does, like... like Ocean Facts? I cannot remember his name. What the Wait. Heck? I think I know who you're talking about. Um, JC Dombrowski? JC Dombrowski. Yes, I see him on my For You page all the time. Yeah, he he followed me back on TikTok and Instagram, and I was like, okay, then, like, yo. <laughs> but... That's probably my top three. Some of the stuff he posts absolutely terrifies me. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, those are my three for now. And with that, I think it's time to bring Colin in. So we'll be right back. We'll be right back in like three, two, one. Welcome back, guys. I'm here with my good friend, also singer, songwriter, actor, and YouTuber, Colin Berry. How are you? Oh my gosh, hi. That was uh, quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, like, you're, like, super talented. You're, like, what is it, like, a quadruple threat now? Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm a Gemini. I try to do everything. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, As you guys know, Summer was supposed to be on this episode with us here a little bit earlier, but um, some stuff came up, so the interview portion of this episode is just going to be me and Colin. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about warm bodies. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes. Oh my gosh. Did you just hear that? I did. That was my cat. <laughs> <laughs> my cat just like ran and I don't understand what he's doing. He's being so freaking hyper for no reason. He's not going to stuff down in my house. Right on the podcast. I was so worried. But no. That, that's so funny. Um. Well, he must have liked Warm Bodies, clearly, because he was excited. Um, but no, Warm Bodies <laughs> comes out July 2nd. I'm super, super excited um, because this is one of my favorite singles from my album that I'm working on called Morning Routine. And Ooh, I didn't even know that. Song. Oh, you didn't know the name of the album? I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's called Morning Routine, as in, like, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, not, like, morning waking up. Like, as in morning the loss of, and it follows, like, the stages of grief. And so the oh, album wow. just, like all this date is in like a relationship the good the bad and like obviously it ends with a breakup spoiler alert <laughs> but you'll be able to like follow my whole journey and everything that i was you know just pretty much going through at the time but mm-hmm. yeah J- um july 2nd warm bodies comes out and that song i i talk about 
you know, being a warm body in a relationship, you know, I think we've all been there where, well, not everybody, because some people ain't be in a relationship, but like, uh-huh. you know, people who have, um, I'm sure everyone's been there where, you know, you're in a relationship with somebody and you both are not making each other happy anymore, but it's easier to stay in that relationship than it is to leave because of the fear of being alone. And so that's like, I talk about codependency. And that was one thing I talked about a lot in therapy in my last, in my last relationship. And so that song is like that. And I made it very sexy and upbeat. And I wanted people to just really like, you know, address the reality and, and find the, the courage to like break it off. You know, that's kind of what that song's for. So out of the stages of the grief of it, which one would this be in? I think that's kind of that. It's really accepting like what things are. And it's weird because stages of grief, there's different stages, especially when it comes to loss. Um, but for this, it's kind of all over the place because this is that stage when you're like not like you're bargaining by being in a, a warm body to somebody else, even if they're not making you happy anymore. You're bargaining by like convincing yourself they are. But this is more turning into acceptance, like getting more over over it and realizing like, you know, this isn't making me happy. So it's kind of like that in between stage of both of those, I think. Yeah. And that makes total sense. I, I get that. Um, not that I've been in that many relationships, but but I know it's cool that you like painting a, a I don't know, I guess a visual of like like the the idea that you had whenever you came up with the idea to make the the album like that. Like it's really cool that you can kind of see as it goes like you like you said, it kind of just goes through the stages. I think it's really cool that you like made it like way. So Thank you so much. I'm so excited for people to hear it. It's definitely a roller coaster, though. And my thing is, like, I wonder what a healed person's going to, like, feel when they listen to this. Because they're going to be like, what the heck is this guy going through? Because this is, like, three years of my life. I wrote it three years ago. So it's been following everything from, you know, friendships that I've lost in the YouTube industry, like depression. It talks about new relationships, um, you know demanding better for yourself at the end of it all but I you know I really went through a lot of trauma within those last three years and this album was the result I didn't originally make it for other people I just wrote it because you know songwriting was something that's always therapeutic for me and I wrote it and I was realizing like as you know I started writing more I was like this could be very helpful so I started making some of the singles and finishing the album like after my last relationship that's kind of what finished it yeah um, I realized wow that was the missing piece is like the whole time I'm making this album and like here I am, not leaving this relationship. But when I finally did, I was like, "Wow, okay." And I healed from it. And I hope that's what this can do for other people. I think that's the purpose for me is like to give people something that makes them have to like address, you know, their feelings about things, even if it's hard sometimes. Or sometimes you're gonna laugh. Sometimes it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be sexy. But then sometimes it's gonna be sad. And um, and that and I think I just wanted to give people something through those times yeah for sure so july 2nd which is the release date is there like a specific reason you chose that date or like how do you come up with like how you like the re- the release aspect of like projects how do you come up with like the process of releasing them well i usually release things based on how they would feel like especially a lot of my music i feel like you can tell seasonally like what place it stands in and i always thought warm bodies was a summer song because it just has like i mean obviously not to spoil it too much but it has a very warm i mean warm bodies like feel to it and it's very like upbeat and it's very um i don't know how to explain it just it just has like a summer flair and a summer almost like a summer air to it so 
I wanted to release it in the summer, but for me, I actually released it July 2nd. Fun fact, because my birthday is June 9th, mm-hmm. and that was born 1999, sorry. So that's like, nine is like one of my lucky numbers. So I just did it on July 2nd, because seven plus two equals nine. <laughs> and it was a Friday, <laughs> so it was a perfect yeah. time to release it. That, that's awesome. I actually did just remember what I was going to say earlier. I feel like like the way that you said that you wrote some of the album like not necessarily solely on like the relationship aspect of it but like like even friendships that you like lost or like like stuff like that that you've been through i feel like that's kind of cool because you mentioned that you don't know how somebody who is like healed is going to take it but at the same time i feel like even if it's not like a relationship aspect or it could be like anything like i feel like most people are going through something so i feel like it'll be cool for pretty much anybody (laughs) And that's kind of what I wanted, even if you're, like, more towards, like, the bad bitch side of things, where you're, like, I'm not that person anymore. Like, I've overcome those things. There are songs for that, too. There's songs for people who are in happy relationships, because I wrote songs when I was happy in my relationship that are on that album. But then there's songs where I hate the relationship, and there's songs where I'm miserable and sad, and I broke up with the person. I'm, like, sad. And so, like, there's so many different stages, and I think there's a song for everybody, but especially somebody who really is going through those emotions um i think you know there might be specific people who feel every single song differently when they go back and listen to it like maybe one month they're like oh my god i really love these happy songs but then they break up and they're like oh my gosh now all of a sudden these other songs are speaking to me differently you know what i mean yeah for sure for sure i think it's important to like you said before i think it's important to like address the emotions that you feel and like feel them and then keep like just living your life because like I mean with life comes emotions from things that you go through so I think it's important to like address them and like face them like you said so I'm I'm proud of you like it sounds like it's gonna be great um, make sure you guys stream the first single on July 2nd I'm super excited for more Colin music if he, he has several songs out already if you haven't listened to him before you're totally missing out um, so yeah, go go check those out for sure, for sure. Thank you guys, and also you guys can pre-order it on iTunes. It's sixty nine cents, um, and I promise I wasn't doing that to just be funny. I actually was trying to make it affordable, and that just so happened to be the lowest you could make it. But let's laugh too, since the song is called <laughs> Bodies. <laughs> but um, if you guys go to the iTunes store, you can pre-order it. I'm super close to um, actually debuting on the iTunes charts, which is wild to me and i can't even believe that's even you know a possibility so if you guys listen to this even if you don't know who i am like it would definitely mean the world to me if you if you supported me in that way and it would help me so much in making my dreams come true exactly for sure for sure and colin is one of those artists that definitely deserves as much success as he can get um so make sure you go um pre-order it or stream it when it comes out and yeah (laughs) yeah of course of course um so i actually i actually met you through um a little app called youtube (laughs) and i know you're like i know you're like super busy doing like several other things including your music but i just want to know like this is a personal question do you think that you'll be doing youtube like forever or is it just going to be like one of those things that you come back to whenever you're not busy or like what do you see for like the future of like your YouTube channel and stuff? I feel like that's a really good question. Um, 
I think whenever it's not healthy for me anymore, then I won't be doing it. But in, as long as there's still something left that makes me love it originally like I did, there's always going to be a place for it in my heart because, I mean, that's where I started. That's, like, how I know a lot of people. Like, I wouldn't even have, you know, the chances or the opportunities that I have if it wasn't for it. So I, I definitely acknowledge that. I just think the platforms just become so different than what it used to be when I looked up to it when I was younger or even, like, when I started. And so, you know, I don't really like what it's becoming like as far as like the problematic people, like, you know, kind of just getting all the attention because that's what we want to talk about. And I just really want like it to just be fun again. Like, where's the fun in YouTube again? And so like, I am going to stay to like try to help that. If I can make fun videos that make people laugh or stuff, then that's what I would love to continue to do. Um, but I will say my life is getting different because, you know, I'm doing music, I'm doing acting. So I don't have as much time as I used to have to do it as frequently. But it's not something that I see myself ever just completely abandoning. I mean, even as an artist, like when I'm putting out music videos, like, you know, I'm always still going to like, that's where I started. It's always going to be there as long as YouTube's there. Um, but as far as how much I upload, I think it just depends on my mental. Because I think some of this stuff is a little draining. And sometimes I need to just like not like be on it all the time, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. See, because for me, whenever, whenever, <clears throat> sorry, whenever I started, I, um, it's almost like you like whenever you start you're like there's like this huge bright light like that's what i visualize like the happiness about it like you're super excited yeah. to get started and then the more that you're there this is kind of sad but it just kind of like dulls like the longer you hang around <laughs> which sucks because it's like i don't know it like you want it to be what it was when you first got there like that feeling but i don't know i just feel like but you don't like, ever really ever fully get it back and i 100 percent like relate to that and I think that was such a perfect metaphor for like what YouTube is like because when you start you know you have this joy and happiness for it and even when you're not getting any viewers or you're not getting subscribers or anything you still have that and then when you start to get that it's like this real I don't even know how to explain it when my YouTube first blew up it was like this adrenaline that I've never felt ever like again like it's just something that I'll you know that I had and it, it was wild and it was fun and it was amazing but over time, you know, you start to see other people's true colors. You start to see the way the industry works, the dark parts of the industry. I actually talk about this in Morning Routine, too, which is so funny. Like, you know, we're having this conversation, but, you know, this is these are topics that I talk about on the album as well. Especially mm -hmm. in Morning Routine, the message is, like, I have a lyric that says, hold on to the light, hold on for dear life. It's not safe around here. They'll do what they, they fear. They'll kill all the love left inside. That's one of the oh, lines wow. in Morning Routine. And then I have another line that talks about once you're, a, oh, you know, you're, you've woken up to things, you can't go back to sleep. So there's like this, you know, there, there's good and bad that comes with both. When you're not awoke, when you're not, when you're, when you don't know what's going on, you can sleep comfortably like a baby because you don't, you don't know what's going on. But once you do know what's going on, you can't ever go back to sleep, but you have the knowledge that, you know, you know, you know what's happening in the world. Um, and I think YouTube opened my eyes so much. I know that may sound wild because it's YouTube, but I didn't realize how bad the world was until I went on YouTube, like genuinely, because you start to see the way people respond to things in real time. You see how quick people flip flop. You see how fast, you know, when it comes to even social issues, how people can be so performative. Like you watch people abandon you in friendships because your views are not as high. Like you just start to see all the worst parts of humanity and you just have to kind of deal with it. And and, it, and it's sad because it makes you realize that like things are not what they ever appear to be. 
And I just think that was scary for me, especially because I expected something completely different when I went into it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, I wonder, I wonder if the part of the, I guess, I guess how I said dulling of the light, I wonder if part of that, like, my brain had a quick thought of, I wonder if that's just part of growing up. At the same time, I think, like, the world changes with you as you grow up, so it probably has a little bit to do with both, if that makes any sense. Yep, I agree. I think it's hand in hand, and I grew up in the industry, so I think I was going through both of those at the same time. Like, both at the same time just becoming an adult trying to find out who I am with people trying to tell me who I am and then you know dealing with all that trauma so I think it was definitely a little bit more harsh I think people kind of naturally get to that point but I think I didn't really get to like enjoy that transition it was just like forced on me if that makes sense and like not saying like you know to complain about anything as far as like what I you know my platform is so I'm so grateful and thankful but I mean as far as what I had to like witness and see in the entertainment industry especially and with YouTube the love that I once had you know I just learned so much that like I still have love for it but I I can love it but I also can't ignore you know how like wrong a lot of things are too yeah yeah for sure um, I know that we kind of touched on this a little bit with the conversation that we're currently having, but um, on Twitter, someone asked, how do you feel about your YouTube from when you started until now? Like, how do you feel that it's changed or like, how has it affected you from when, when you started until now? I think I've matured a lot because, you know, I'm 22 and I was 17 when I started. I also think that I was very naive at 17 years old. I thought that everybody had my best intentions. I thought that, you know, people who were my friends were actually my friends. I would defend people blindly. I just think now, I just like, and I don't do that now. Like I've been able to develop my own opinions about things. I've been able to, um, you know, use my platform for good. Even back then, you know, even since I was 17, like I've talked about these things, but I didn't talk about them to the magnitude that I do now. And so mm-hmm. I, I've evolved in that way and I'm not scared anymore. I used to be so afraid of everything. I used to be afraid of losing everything before it even starts. I used to be afraid of losing friends. I was just trying to do anything that I could do just to float by. Like literally not even float by because that sounds bad. Not as in like I didn't, I want to be easy, but just to like stay afloat, to not sink like, you know, because of everything that was happening, all I could try to do was survive. And now I'm not in that phase anymore. Like, I don't, if, if I'm just doing something to survive at that point, then it's not worth it anymore. Like, so if friendships are making me feel that drained or that way down, like I'm not in those friendships anymore. If, you know, I'm not even enjoying the content I'm making, I need to take a step back. Now I don't have fear because I, I let it control me a little too much because it was all I had, especially, you know, coming from my life, um, you know, being a foster kid, especially like going from that into something like this, where, you know, this seems like the opportunity for me, like, this is going to change my life. Like, I can finally, like, fix everything that's ever happened to me, you know, you're going to hold on to it so hard. But I had to let go of it before I could find myself fully, you know, like, I had to stop giving it that power. Like, I had to let, I had to release it in order to really gain everything that I actually have now. Yeah. And that, and I think that really shows a lot about like who you are, because like you said, matured, and I I genuinely think that like about you, like you're like one of the most matured like YouTubers that I know of, 
and like obviously you're more than a youtuber but like in my brain that's how i met you so <laughs> that's kind of like what i i say but like i i'm super proud of you because like you're you're making these big moves and like i don't know i'm just proud of you so yeah thank you so much <laughs> i appreciate that a lot and all i want is like anybody who like follows me or watches me or anything i hope that i leave some positive impact whether that's education whether that's just making people feel less alone like, I think that's my journey. That's my purpose. That's my path. And I used to just, like, not know what that was. But I realize that now, like, my path is much bigger than me. And it always was. But I just think when you're in those moments and stuff like that, you don't really know, especially at 17, you don't really know, like, a lot. Like, I think, you know, 17 years old, you know, like, obviously 17-year-olds are smart. But I think sometimes society fails to recognize just how impressionable 17-year-olds actually still are. Like, they're not full-on adults, and they're still learning about themselves. And um, and there's so many people that watch me that are 17 or younger even. So I just think I have such a responsibility to be a good role model. And I actually genuinely believe that. A lot of people don't believe that. They don't believe in being a good role model. They don't think that that's a responsibility. I think it is, especially because we have the power to change, like, the world especially as influencers that's what our job is to do to influence people and if you're not doing that then why are you an influencer like if you're just there just collect checks and just have people talk about you but you're not actually doing anything then that's self-serving and then you're not doing anything like impactful in my opinion so that's just like i don't want to walk down that path of things because there's just too many people that do like just too many unfortunately yeah yeah um, I feel like the the longer that I'm, I don't know if you would say that I'm like in the industry as much because I like don't live there or I, I don't know. But I think the longer that I'm around that I start to see kind of like you said, like you've always told me like things like that, like you'll start to see people's true colors and stuff. And I, I I'm seeing them like so much. It's it's crazy. Oh my gosh, I told you that. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like when we even first became friends, like you you were saying stuff like that, like people, like you'll see people, like not everybody has the best interest for you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm glad I told you that because I mean, that is the truth. Like 100%, this industry is very hard. It's hard to survive in this industry. Um, and especially when you have morals, it's extremely hard to survive in this industry. I don't have a lot of people that want to see me win because, I mean, look at what I talk about. I call out things that directly support or that people benefit, like, from. Like, they benefit from a lot of these really messed up things that are happening in the world. And so when you're somebody who's willing to call that out, it doesn't make you a very liked person. And that's something I unfortunately had to just realize, like, not everyone's going to like me and that's okay. I think for a while I just wanted people to like me. But it's like I'm over that now because if, if being liked is like not having any morals and being liked is like being complicit if being liked is, you know, just going wherever the wind blows, not standing up for people when they deserve it just because they don't have as many followers. You know what I'm saying? If that's what being liked is and that's not what I want. And like the, we weren't made to just be liked. I don't know. It's just like it's influencer world's a little weird. But no, I am so glad I told you that because it's true. And you know, I had to see the truth very early on and it was devastating. It wasn't just hurtful. It was devastating. Like I literally have long term like mental health issues that come from me being an influencer. I've had to go to therapy and I still need to go back to therapy. 
to talk about a lot of the things that have happened and the trauma that it's caused because it definitely messed with me like really badly because it made me like I was living in a world that wasn't real Mm -hmm. And I was the only person who, like, thought it was, if that makes sense. Like, everybody else knew that it was just for followers. It was a game. It's it's all an illusion. But I was the only one who, like, thought it was real. So when people would do things that weren't real, I don't know how to explain it. Like, or, like, they would, like, you know, hurt me or be fake or, like, turn on people so quick. Um, or just, like, defend somebody who has the most followers and not defend the person who actually is, like, being, like, traumatized or they'll like defend oppressors and like all that stuff I was just like oh gosh like these people they don't even know who they are like these people don't even know who they are like that's terrifying to me and and I never like that's one of my biggest fears is that I get so sucked up in this that I'm just like them and I don't even know who I am anymore yeah and that's that's one of those things about like growing up as well because like sometimes when you do grow up you you like don't necessarily know who you are anyways so when you can get sucked up in that it probably would just make it worse for those people yeah especially as a young impressionable teen for sure because you already are trying to find yourself and then you have other people who don't even know who they are and then you have people telling you who you are like i didn't think about this but i was watching an interview the other day from a Megan Fox. By the way, obviously I'm not on the same level as Megan Fox. I feel like there's a million times worse for her also being a woman for sure. Um, but she did say some things that definitely stuck with me. And I had to be like, wow. Um, when she said like, you know, having like at one point she just had to accept that the entire world didn't know who she was and they hated her because they hated somebody who wasn't her. And I was like, wait, what? And I actually did some like reflection and actually no. That happened to me, too, because I think for a long time, so many people viewed me as this messy, like, drama, like, aggressive, ghetto, like, person. And because of that, you know, anything that I ever said was always met with so much aggression, like, microaggression even. So, like, I wasn't even able, I wasn't allowed to have an opinion. It was, like, shut the hell up kind of thing. Like, we don't want to hear you talk. Like, you're Black and you're too opinionated. Like, genuinely, that's what it was like. And I used to think, like, I'm not going to lie, I used to think that I was, like, a bitch. I was like, am I a bad person? Am I a bitch? Am I mean? Like, um, and I used to think that, like, I was just so mean because that's what everybody, like, acted like I was all the time. And it wasn't until I took a break from social media and I was around, like, my genuine friends before this. And I started to be like, no, like, that's not who I am. Just because that's what people thought I was doesn't make that true. And now flash forward, you know, there's a lot of people who have gotten to know who I actually am. And, you know, I've even gotten a lot of people who have apologized for villainizing me in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just hard because it's like, wow, I really went through a time where, I don't know, like everybody just made me somebody I wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I want you to know that, like, as long as we've been friends, which I think actually was in 2017, um, I I've been a supporter and a friend ever since and I like I've never looked at you as like like a bitch or anything like that like you've always been like such a, a nice person so yeah Thank I'm happy you so I'm much. happy to know you <laughs> yeah I love you so much and yeah dang I'm getting deep on here I wasn't expecting to be talking about all this stuff wow sorry y'all this is like a lot um, no it's okay I- I'm sure that like this is stuff that people are interested to like learn about like especially people who would want to get into like the industry like no matter who you are like there's things that you need to know (laughs) like you need to be prepared 
so it's 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 nice for them to like hear it from someone who has been through stuff as awful as like you have like stuff like that is like not like you shouldn't have to go through that so i think it's important to be prepared if you didn't want to like get into this internet well world. wow that was a good way to be, i didn't even think about it like that well that makes me feel better than yeah like there's probably people listening to this that want to be in the entertainment industry and yeah these are things to watch out for like you have to know who you are you have to know who you are no matter what and it's hard especially when you're young and you're growing up and you're trying to find who you are but you have to have that level of confidence because if you don't like everyone's going to tell you who you are everyone and like you know people around you like people who like watch you like it doesn't matter like people are going to tell you who you are and so you have to just kind of find yourself through it all it's oh my god like i don't even know how to explain it it's like one of the most trippy weird things that i've ever gone through in life i can't even remember a time when i wasn't an influencer now like i remember moments and highlights and you know memories but from before then but like this has become my world so much that you know what i'm saying like like i think about it like this sometimes even though like it's a blessing i don't have social media like the way that most people use social media and swear i'm sure you can relate to this now too yeah but the way that most people have social media is not the way that i have social media like other people like they just post whatever on social media it doesn't really matter but like for me you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's a public platform like everything that i like make a post about is a public platform um and i don't mind that because it's not like you know i have anything to hide but it's just like you know when you think about it like that you know there's a lot of anxiety that comes from just existing to an extent yes and i actually i've had that thought before but i i've never been able to like put it into words so so thank you for that because no i i can kind of put it more into words (laughs) yeah it's just trippy it's like it's it's a blessing that you have people around you who support you but it also sometimes you know like i would like to just like if i had a switch just be like okay like i'm a youtuber i'm not a youtuber like i wish i could do that um and i think it would balance itself out more um i've found ways to cope with it and deal with it but it still is something that is it is it's wild when you think about it though yeah um so moving on just a little bit um i know that you recently made the move from you you were in minnesota right um i'm i was in michigan <laughs> oh i'm stupid yeah i knew that yeah so you made the move wait what did you say you're not stupid it's just like the m's you know like michigan <laughs> like all them yeah so you made the move from michigan to atlanta which is in georgia so how has that been going um it has been going amazing it was one of the best decisions i ever made in my life wow three for sure yeah i think atlanta is one of my happy places so um i i love going there it's just like so like well the parts that I've seen are like so like like vibrant and like I don't know it just seems like a happy place to me like do you get that vibe too yeah I think this everyone here it's so funny because in contrast from what I was just talking about with like the influencer industry um Atlanta is so supportive it's just like completely supportive everyone puts each other on it feels like a family it really feels like a family like everyone that I've met here in the entertainment industry it feels like a family like everyone's win is our win like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. we all just, like, we put it, we help each other. 
Like, you know, it's very genuine. It's like and a different it's, mindset. It's, it's completely different than what I'm used to. So um, when I got here, I was like, I was obviously a little hesitant, a little nervous, a little guarded, like anybody would be, you know, going into an environment. But it made me like open my heart up so much more. And I just feel so much love here. Like it feels genuine, like home. It's the first place I've ever been in my life where I've never like, really moved anywhere else. But, you know, the first place I've even been around people from a certain place where I feel like really at home, you know, from Michigan, a lot of people weren't doing what I was doing as far as like people were not influencers like that. And, um, you know, like people thought I was weird for like what I was doing as a career. It wasn't normal. Not that people like disrespected me because of it, but it was obviously a little normal and I think a little misunderstood and a little foreign. Um, and, and in LA, like it's so normal. Everyone's an influencer. You turn around the corner and then you, so you don't saw, you don't saw 20. <laughs> but the mentality there is so different because it's very cutthroat and I don't want to like demonize LA but I just know like from my own experience it's just a little more cutthroat so when I came here it was like a perfect balance of like okay I'm not the only one here that does entertainment but also I just feel so much love and support and community I think that's yeah. the community and that's I think it's like like you said like the LA thing I think it I think I already said it, but it's like it seems like a different mindset, and I'm I'm glad that you're in a place that's like super supportive of you and like what you do, but at the same time, it's not like I guess polarizing. Would that be a good word? Yeah, I would say it's not um, superficial, or um, it's not as competitive. That's a better way to put it. Competitive is a big yeah. word. Because LA is extremely competitive, but to a point where, like, you can know that a friend that would be perfect for a job and somebody just wouldn't send it to you just because, like, they don't want you to get a job before they get one. But, like, here it's like, I, I'm constantly sending things to my friends that I obviously cannot fit for roles for acting. Well, you should audition for this. It perfectly describes you. And then they do it back. And it's like, if I get the role, nobody's like, oh my gosh. Like, everyone's supportive of each other and like there's enough for everyone to eat there's enough for everyone to be successful like there's enough room for everyone at the table and that's not the mindset that I've been dealing with or been around ever in my career until I moved here so it's just completely different way of like like life in 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 the industry and it's made me love the industry more especially the traditional media because um that's mostly what you know I've been around here and these actors and stuff that I've met have taught me so much about life, like so many great lessons. And I'm just so grateful that I've gotten to like know any of them. I'm so grateful that I've gotten to meet people who I've looked up to for years and have conversations with them and just like see the way that they handle their life and, and the way it is. And it's just so different than like the trauma I went through. And I don't know, I've just learned a lot. I've learned so much through so many great, amazing, wise people here. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I keep saying it, but like, I really am proud of you. That's probably, you're probably tired of hearing it at this point, but like, it's so crazy that like, I've watched you like from 2017 to now, like you've literally been kicking ass since. So that's Thank awesome. You. No, I love you so much. You've always been so supportive of me and I appreciate that so freaking much, especially because, you know, in this industry, like it's, hard to come by when people genuinely support you and I know you've always genuinely supported me and I've always genuinely supported you and I'm just like that's so dope and rare so thank you thank you and I <laughs> oh 
I think it cut out. What'd you say? Oh, no, I said thank you for constantly doing that. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, thank you. And I love you as well. Um, Actually, the one time that I, I remember um, when we first met, I think you've probably heard the story a million times, but like the pink hat. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that pink hat. I need to get that again, like the dad hat. Yeah, you had one. And like, so I saw you and I was like, hey, can I get a picture? Because I was like, obviously a fan at that point. I still am, but you know what I mean? And um, you were like, yeah, but my friends are leaving me. Hang on. You were like, follow me. And like, we ran through Playlist Lobby because you were trying to like catch up with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why is That's that so, funny. so fucking funny? That's so funny. And then for the rest of that playlist, I know that playlist was like kind of traumatic for you. But like the rest of that playlist, my mom would see you and be like, oh, my God, there's Colin. There's this pink cat. Like everywhere you were, like she would say that. It's so funny oh my God, i literally love your mom so much just so she knows <laughs> she's yeah she's pretty great and um i have a, a couple more questions about um another subject change because i know we're kind of all over the place here okay. but um i know that you are really into astrology yes so i kind of wanted to like tell you my chart and let you tell me a little bit about what my chart means and what it says about me Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. So I have a Virgo sun. Okay. My moon is a Scorpio. Okay. I didn't know you were a Scorpio moon. That's interesting. And my rising is a Pisces. Okay. That's a good <laughs> combination, first of all. Because, <laughs> so like you're a Virgo. So one thing you're very like, perfectionist as far as like, you want things to be done a certain way you probably beat yourself up well I know that especially as being your friend I know that you do that sometimes which yes don't need to do that to yourself like you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> <laughs> well thank you <laughs> but no like I feel like just like beating yourself up you know like because I'm also a Gemini which is ruled by Mercury so mm -hmm. um Mercury just makes us very much overthinkers. So like we both overthink shit. Like we'll like talk to somebody and we'll walk away like, oh my god, did they hate me? Like yes, like, oh, literally so annoying or like stuff like that. Like that's stuff that I you know do too. But I think you being a Virgo, you you know you would do as well as a Virgo sun. But then as like a Scorpio moon, I feel like you compartmentalize your emotions pretty well. So you're you're somebody that like might feel a lot of things, but you don't necessarily talk about them or even show them as well. Like you might be better at bottling things up, or if you're gonna cry, you might walk into another room to do it stuff like that, where it's just, like, you, you're you good at, like, I would say good at controlling your emotions internally. I don't necessarily mean that means good at controlling them as a whole, but it just means that, like, you're good at keeping them inside. And they might be going, they might be, it might be a mess inside, but at least it ain't on the outside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So far, you're, like, spot on. That's crazy. <laughs> and then you're rising. That's for sure. So people perceive you as like their youthful, fun energy. Because Pisces is, um, well, first of all, rising is how you're perceived. And Pisces is like the Peter Pan uh, zodiac. Like just like somebody who is fun. Like you could be like older and you're always going to be perceived as young. Like That's literally my mom's nickname for me is Peter Pan. So that is so funny. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like literally. That's hella funny. No, yeah, Peter Pan is definitely a Pisces, for sure. That is so funny. <laughs> Wait, wow. That's so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I didn't mean to cut you off, by the way. No, you're fine. That's, that's crazy. Because, like, 
like everybody that I've told my chart, they've always said like that's a weird combination. So that's cool. It's definitely interesting as far as like out of all the things, you know what I'm saying? Like Virgo, Pisces, and Scorpio. You're like that is pretty interesting. Like, do you know your other placements? Like your Venus and your Mercury. Um, actually, yeah, I have my my chart on CoStar right here. Hang on. Okay. So which one did you want to know first? Um, your Venus and your Mercury. So, um, Mercury is also in Virgo and Venus is Leo. Okay, that makes, oh my God, we have the same Venus. And I was going to say, I think you're Leo Venus. That's so funny. What the actual hell? No, genuinely, that makes a lot of sense. Both of those make so much sense. Because I was telling you the Virgo, like overthinking things, but that means that you overthink things in your communication too. So when you talk stuff you think like oh my gosh like I have to be perfect and high say this so it's not taken the wrong way I want to make sure you know I don't come off this way like very like you just like really when it comes to how you talk to people you like are very like conscious maybe overly um and yes for sure for sure and then for you to have a Leo Venus just means you're very loyal like I'm a Leo Venus as well so we're like very passionate um we care a lot about everybody that like we love like we're so loyal like we would do anything for them like very brave but that's the problem sometimes people take advantage of that like so the, the problem i have is like i'm so loyal that i'll like i'll jump like like i will literally like jump into the wolves like to try to save my friend that wouldn't necessarily do that for me and that's something i have to get better at because it's like i can't be you know putting my neck in the line for people who won't put their neck in the line for me um but that means that you would be somebody more prone to do that but also like somebody who we need, like, our love language, I don't know if this is yours, but mine is, like, words of affirmation is one of them. So, like, you like to be told, you know, good things about yourself to validate you. So, like, for instance, if you're feeling, like, unconfident, like, having friends who gas you up and stuff like that and, like, constantly remind you, like, you're that bitch, like, that's, like, what you need around you. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. People <laughs> to, like, uplift you and people to, like, remind you that, like, you're not. People who are assuring like assurance like if you that's why i wrote the song assurance because like my bitch ass needs it with my leo (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you need assurance so you just need somebody to remind you that you're not like this or you're not that like if you're overthinking things you're like oh my god i feel like i'm like i'm so annoying like like you do well people who are like no you're fine like you're good like that but like anybody who gets mad that you feel that way or like you have insecurities or anything those type of people are not going to really do well with you because you really just want to be with people who help you with your insecurities not who judge you for them you know yeah for sure for sure two things um so that's actually really crazy because i like like growing up i would be like oh my god are you mad at me like i would ask everybody that like every five minutes (laughs) so we're like i don't know like (laughs) they were like no i'm not mad at you but then like after a while they start to get irritated when you ask too many times no literally somebody one time was like i'm gonna be if you keep asking me (laughs) okay that's little used to be me like i would do that too that's that leo that's the leo and the virgo combined though like that's both of them like coming full force yeah that's crazy and then um also shout out to summer the co-host here um this was kind of this was kind of her idea, and I kind of stole it. So I did want to give her credit that she wanted to talk to Colin about the astrology stuff. The next time we have Colin back in a couple of weeks, I don't know when for sure that'll be, but he'll talk to Summer about her astrology stuff. But I've always wanted to have like like a personalized astrology thing with you because like you seem to know a lot about it, and like I watch your videos a lot, so it's cool to have it a little more personalized to know it, like your opinion. 
Yeah, I actually really want to, like, do readings and stuff eventually, but I'm just trying to, like, really learn everything fully before I, like, like do any, like, actual, like, dedicated, like, natal readings. Like, I would love to do that, but I can do, like, general readings now because that's just, like, something that, you know, I picked up. I'm an intuitive reader when I do things, but I'm not going to call myself an astrologer because I feel like there's so much I need to learn before I can, like, really earn that title. But mm-hmm. I'm somebody who's obsessed with astrology and somebody who has learned a lot over the years, especially through, you know, my friend and mentor, Victorian, who is a professional astrologist, and she's super freaking dope. So, um, but yeah, like, I would love to to do these more. So I'm glad I got to do this with you. When I learn more things, I'll do a more thorough one. For yeah, you. for sure. For sure. And then, like I said before, you have to, you have to do summers next time since it was her idea. <laughs> Yeah, summer. We're gonna do you next time, like um, Sawyer said. We'll we'll talk about it, and I'll like do your chart too. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we may we may even have my other co-host around for that one, so maybe you can talk to him about his too. Yes, I love that. That's like my party trick. Like that, I'm not joking. Like anytime that I go meet new people, that I swear that's what I do. Like even when I was like on Sequester, this uh, reality TV show, I would read people's charts, and that's actually really jacked up. But that's like how I would like learn about them. I'm, like. How I would know how to play the game. Oh my gosh. My cat just like jumped in my tub, it knocked over this bottle of shampoo, and just left like nothing happened. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't know if you heard the squeak, but um, my dog was whining actually because there's an airplane above our house right now, and she hates that. So she wanted into my room. So I had to look, like, I had to open the door and let her in. <laughs> so. Oh my- Gosh, our animals are going berserk right now, aren't they? They are, they are. Is it full <laughs> moon? Actually, no, I think it was just though. Stop, I'm scared here. now. That's why That's why he's acting like that. He's been, he doesn't do this, but he's been running around the entire, like, my entire room, just, like, knocking things over, like, jacking everything up. I, I think, think it, I think it was a full moon a couple of days ago. Probably not. Yeah, right and that manifestation stuff was so weird after that. Yeah, but, um. So I think that would be a good place to go ahead and uh, hop off and it here. Um, thank you, Colin, for coming on. I love having you on the show. I love being here. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about so much stuff. This is like a really deep stuff. I don't usually talk about this stuff. So that was of course, cool. of course. And I'm so glad that we're friends because like it's it's so nice to catch up every now and then and like see how you've been doing. Obviously, I keep up with you on like social media and stuff. But yeah, it's really cool. Um, if you guys want to check out Colin's stuff, um, where can they find you at on social media? Um, all of my social medias are Colin Barry. So K-A-H-L-E-N-B-A-R-R-Y. That's everything, including Spotify, um, YouTube, etc. Awesome. It'll also be linked in the description down below. I will link, um, I have his usernames and I'll link his Spotify and iTunes as well. Make sure you go pre-order Warm Bodies for only 69 cents. Pun very much intended. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I can't wait to have you again. Thank you so much. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye.